Hey everybody, welcome to a play-in edition uh, episode of the Hot Hot Hoops podcast. I'm senior writer Brandon Aperno and I'm joined by other senior writer Matt Hannafin as we mourn what should have been a play-in victory for the Miami Heat. Instead, it was a depressing cocktail of pain and suffering. I'm going to hand it right off to Matt so we can wallow in our self-pity for a moment, but... Where did it all go wrong, Matt? Where did it all go Well, first, I don't know if we should have won. I mean, I guess in terms of, like, heading into the game, we should have won it. But yeah. Uh, I mean, dude, where do I start? Like, I'm just looking at the – I mean, what I – I mean, I guess the biggest thing is rebounding. Um, I've just – the entirety of the second half, especially in the fourth quarter, I felt like I was – I'm just losing my mind. Um, it felt like every single possession ended in a second chance point or a second chance opportunity for uh, Atlanta. Um, they secured 22 offensive rebounds, 26 second chance points. I think Miami only had six second chance points. Um, they only had six offensive rebounds. Miami did. They got out rebounded by 18. Like if we're if we're if we're like at the end of the day, if, if you're looking at a box score, that's like the biggest discrepancy is the rebounding. Um, not to say that was the only thing, but it's perhaps the biggest thing. And the fact that Atlanta shot 10 of 41 from deep. Yeah. That's 24%. The Heat actually won the three point, which is right. Right. They, they made more threes and made a higher percentage of their threes. And they still lost by 11 because they couldn't secure a freaking rebound. Miami shot 23 of 48 at the rim too. It was just a really weird, uncharacteristic game, especially from Jimmy just finishing. Like yep. Jimmy still, I think played maybe not to his standard, but he wasn't like the worst player on the floor. But there was definitely times where he missed two, three, four, five like layups. He usually converts in a regular season game throughout that game. I mean, Bam was having trouble finishing at the rim. He looked hurt. Um, he looked really hurt. There's no oomph. There's no excuse. I mean, I'm not going to speculate on someone's health, but. You're right. He did not look 100%. That hip has been bothering him. He only got 12 shot attempts. Yeah, and I mean, he didn't score a like, point until what, deep into the second quarter? Yeah. At least it felt like that. And free throw, I think. Yeah, and like, honestly, the only character, like, bam play that I saw tonight was the chase down block. I mean, like, going up for a shot and then getting, like, sent right back to down by Clint Capella. I mean, that's not that's not the strength that we usually see from Bam here. It was really uncharacteristic uh, for him, especially considering how he played against the Hawks last year. Right. And like the thing with Bam, like there were stretches in the second quarter and in the second half where like he was playing good defensively. Like there was a I remember there was a string of a couple of possessions where he had like a couple of blocks. Yeah. He was staying in front of like Trey DeJounte like relatively well. Yeah. And so it's like he wasn't. He didn't have his worst defensive showing, but just from like an athletically, like from an athletic standpoint, he didn't look himself. I mean, but like we were saying all of the bad and rightfully so, but that overshadows like, dude, Kyle Lowry just had his best game in a heat uniform. Yep, he did. 33 points, four rebounds, five assists. <laughs> uh, how many threes did he have? Because it felt like he Six. had all of them. Six threes. Like, Six honestly, of nine, indeed. I, I, I've, I've always been a Lowry defender, uh, but it's for reasons like this, where he can come up clutch. And I mean, like, there's a little bit of playoff magic in this guy. And tonight it was a little bit of play-in magic. But, you, like, honestly, 
Kyle Lowry, who's been inconsistent all season, you know, is finally healthy and he delivers a game like this, but your two best players don't. And that's why you lose the game. Right. It's I, like, I think I think everybody here expected playoff Jimmy tonight, and we got play in Jimmy. And uh I mean I expected more from I expected more from Bam. Uh, at least Tyler was semi decent. But um Tyler I thought was pretty I mean he he wasn't he wasn't efficient from deep. He only mm-hmm. went two of nine from deep, but I thought Tyler had a good game, especially at the start of that second half. He was going right at Trey. And that's kind of what got them back into it and kind of sparked their mm-hmm. mini run that they had. Or not mini run, but kind of four. sparked that run that they had. I think they yeah. cut it to five at one point. And Tyler would Tyler was a big part of that, at least to start. Like I thought for all the crap that Tyler has taken in the postseason, um, outside of that 37 point game four against Boston, like I thought Tyler had a good game tonight, one of his best probably in his playoff career. I mean, it's not gonna count towards his playoff statistics, but like he this was one of his best postseason performances that he's had in the uniform for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think it, I think it may have been you who actually tweeted it, but one of the best rebounders in like the history of the NBA sat on the bench most of the game. And that's uh, I don't know if it's the history of the NBA, but I, at least in like recency bias, Kevin Love has been that guy. And he played how many minutes tonight, Matt? Do you have the numbers? He played three minutes, but like the three minutes that he did play, Miami did get ex- exploited a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to – I'm not – I don't want to – Exploited the whole game, man. Playing him, but like – at some point, you probably you would probably would have wanted to, to put him in in another situation. I mean, it was weird because when he was in the game, they were they were still playing man, like we saw at least these last few games with with Love in the game that they they kind of stuck with this two three zone that they used for a lot of mm-hmm. the season, and it felt like even when Love was in the game, like they were dropping with him, they were hedging with him, which again we both saw when he at least beginning of his heat stint wasn't working. And it kind of, it was weird that they went back to that. Yeah. And like he finished two point, he was minus three in three minutes. It's an incredibly small sample, but like at oh, some point in the second half, you have to make some adjustment. You can't run the same lineup out there and expect the same results. So I don't know if I could fall more for that, but like, he's not absolved from like, all right, maybe in hindsight, we could, we should have like, well, I mean, tested, at least had him out there for a little, little bit, like same thing with Zeller. I mean, Zeller had that like that one possession where he had three offensive rebounds in that tipping, but that was the only activity that he really had throughout the game. Well, he also for, played just for thirty-three. Like you, like just for rotation, right? Right. Like, like Miami's was Miami was small as hell, and they've been small as hell all season. But like at some point, like I'll say, Caleb Martin wasn't good tonight. No, he wasn't at and all. Like, like look, um, I'm gonna touch on two. But things it's not just me. one person too. Yeah, I want to touch on two things because. I want to keep this pod relatively short so we can, so Serbia can get it up pretty quickly. Um, but are you surprised? I mean, like I went into this game pretty excited, you know, like uh, the Heat have shown me some decent things. Their game against Philly the other night was good. We're coming off like a nice, like morally high UD farewell game, so to speak. Uh, but like I was feeling a little excited, but honestly, I'm not surprised. This team has, has been we're not with SB Nation anymore. This team has been shit all year. You know, <laughs> they, they have, uh, they have been like, the, we have not had fun covering this game. How many, like we're in the 40 some odd clutch games uh, up to this point. Like not, I don't even know if that counts tonight, but 54, 54. And I, I don't I know. 50, I, or at least 54 heading into tonight. 
from the regular season. I believe I can count on one hand how many Heat games I've actually enjoyed watching this season. And it kind of boils down to the fact that this might be the same roster as last year, saw PJ Tucker, but it's uh, (laughs) it hasn't meshed. Everything that made it good hasn't made it good this year. I mean, like Victor Oladipo was out there playing like a phantom tonight. Uh, and he had great playoff minutes last year. So, like, where's the, where's that guy been? You know, like you add Kevin Love, he plays twenty minutes a night uh, since you get him at the deadline. Plays three minutes tonight. This looked. Th- this has been a team all year without an identity, and they showed that tonight. With that, I'll pass it to you, and then we'll talk about if we even have a chance on Friday. Um, I'm not. In the end, I'm not surprised. Because uh, I, I mean, you kind of hit on everything, uh, but the way here, but here's also the weird part about this: the Miami Heat were fourth in defensive rebounding percentage this season. Mm. They were fourth, like the fourth best. Atlanta was eleventh in offensive rebounding percentage, and it felt like Miami was like fourth lap, like fourth to worst tonight. Like that's how it felt like. Yeah, I'm not surprised in the end, just in terms of like, I just wanted to throw that out there just for like, if people thought Miami was a bad defensive rebounding team during the season, given the size, they really weren't. But tonight was just like a really, again, it was just all bad. Uh, But like, just from a general performance perspective, like we kind of saw at least throughout much of the first half and then a little bit in the second half, not as much of just like the offensive inconsistencies, man. Like it felt like in the second half they were playing their sets and, the way they were running the offense, it, it was more with a purpose um, than in the first half. But, like, dude, Atlanta was a garbage defense the second half of the season. And Miami, it looked like they were one of the best. Like, Miami made them look like they were one of the best defensive teams in the league because Miami had to work for literally freaking everything. And that's kind of been, like, the summary of this heat season, at least from, like, an offensive uh, offensive perspective. Like, by Miami shot 42.9% from the floor and 32.4% from deep. But, like, it was a sloppy, grimy, just rough 42 and, like, 43%. Did you it was a rough 32%. Like, it wasn't like Miami was missing open shots. I mean, they were missing open layups, as I alluded to earlier. At least, like, I'd say a fair majority of them were open layups. But... Just in like when they weren't having those missed layups, they were a lot of this. A lot of the stuff was content. Like it wasn't. They were having to work for literally everything. And it, again, it, that molds like late into the shot clock. And Atlanta, I thought, did a good job. I mean, they only Miami only turned the ball over eight times. Um, you wouldn't know. But it still felt like they were like sloppy. It looked like it was. It looked sloppier just throughout the game than just a team that finished with eight turnovers in the end. But like Miami was having to work for everything in the half court, man, like literally everything really throughout the course of the game. Yeah. Um, I'll let shot 24% from three, man. There's a, it's like, it's again, I, I don't know. It's uh Matt, do you have any fun watching the game tonight? Cause I did not. I, I enjoyed watching the answer. To my question is, or what do you think the answer to that question is? I say it's a no. You know what I'm going to enjoy tomorrow morning? The super cut of Kyle Lowry's 33-point performance. You know, I'll enjoy watching that, and that's about it. Dude, are they even going to, like, post those YouTube highlights? Of course. Is it even worth it at this point? Of course, man. Why not? 
Why not? Or at least okay. I'm just from like the Kyle Lowry hat. I mean, Man needs to dude, he was so good tonight. It's probably already up. <laughs> it probably is. Dude, he was so good tonight. He was. I missed. He was so good tonight. And the fact that like all this of this guy. BS that we're talking about right now is just going to overshadow it. It objectively sucks because Kyle has had a bad year, especially to his standards. But like to have this type of performance is exactly what the Heat needed. And this was exactly what they were expected to get from Kyle Lowry when they signed him to that three year deal. And now we're going to be playing for an eight nine plan. We're going to be playing for the eight seed on Friday in 72 hours. So that game is either against the Raptors or the Bulls, two teams the Heat struggle with, especially this season. Yep. I'm going to call it here, um, and I am a very optimistic person, so I'm going to sound like a fucking pessimist. Um, I would not be surprised if Miami goes home. And if the Heat do make it into the playoffs, I think it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we got swept again. To be I told myself after the 2020 season or not 2020 season, 2021 season that I never wanted to see Giannis in the playoff series again. When he's, when, when my team is facing, I just don't want, he's that good. He's that dominant. I just, I don't want to see it just for like the better health of us, but it's either going home early after being the seventh seed at the end of the regular season or a date with Giannis for four games and, the first round of the playoffs, like it was two years ago, it, it, it would only be poetic that after everything, I mean, I was a lot more optimistic heading into the season. I know I want to say it was you, maybe Syria, maybe uh, Dan. There was, I know there was just a bunch of like, Hey, this could be a repeat of what happened in 2021. Uh, just like with how this, like the vibe went and I was a lot more optimistic heading into the season. Um, I was like, I was kind of, I kind of shut that down. I was, I was wrong. Um, but it would only be poetic for Miami to win that game to then face Milwaukee in like it did in 2021 and then get swept. Yeah. Or lose in five games or get blown out or whatever. Like it would only be poetic because that exact same thing happened two seasons ago when there was a lot of people, not including myself, heading into the season saying this team was exactly like it was. Two seasons ago. I'm not ready. It will only be poetic. I'm not ready to get bounced by Goran Dragic. It's just going to hurt. It's going to hurt me in here. That game, so, is that, that game's in Toronto, right? Yeah, that's in Toronto. Yeah, that's in Toronto. Is it in Toronto? He's going to get booed, dude. <laughs> Toronto fans do not like Goran Dragic. He's going to get booed if he's, in, if he's in the game. Well, no, no, man. Goran plays for Milwaukee. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. For some reason, yeah. I thought he was still in Chicago. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're right. No. So, no, so no, no, man. I'm he, not. I'm not. He, ready he, to would, he would I get booed in Toronto. Right. But, like, which is, which, honestly, a lot of friends who are Raptors fans and <laughs> that's stuff. That's right. That's right. Goran Gor- Gor- got done. He got dead dirty. <laughs> they they, uh, they took his quote out of context from another language. He came up. He did his part. He played well. They put him on a leave, basically, that he had an, an agreement with the coach and stuff. And then he got way, and then got traded. Like uh, Goran didn't do that much stuff. And when he when he showed up, he showed up like a professional. Was a good mentor. So like Toronto needs to stop slandering Goran, the player. Anyway, see, my, um, see, this game tonight has melted my brain. I can't believe I still thought he was in Chicago. But it, whatever it is, dude. No, dude. Like I mean, to be to be fair, Goran hasn't done much this year. Like I would rather have him on a heat bench, especially. Now with Gabe Vincent likely injured, 
So. Yeah. It's not. Who knows if he's going to play? It's a. Uh, it's not great, man. It's uh, like look. Um, I, I I hate to say it, but I'd honestly be comfortable with the Heat losing on Friday. And I mean, with, just with how this season's gone, I. With that, with how this season has gone, I don't think many people are going to disagree with you. I mean, for me, it's always I want to win. I want to make the playoffs. Of course, but and at the end of the day, like so if you have a chance I, to make the playoffs, pissed. do it and like be happy with it. But at the same time, the optics, um, not the optics, but like just the vibe around this team, just it feels so off. It's incredible. Um, also, to give you on the side note, if Toronto does win, which do you think Toronto is going to win? Tomorrow, I think they will. Yeah, I think they will too. They've uh, they've rounded out in the uh, latter part of the season. Right. Um, oh wait, but third hang, hang on, hang on. I have two thoughts on this. I think Toronto should win because of how okay. they rounded out. But it is a revenge game for Demar Derozan in Toronto, and he posted a picture of Michael Corleone today on his Instagram, and that scares me. Uh, so. I think Toronto should win, but I would not be surprised if Demar drops a fifty piece to send them home. That would be that would be wild. Um, that's the story I want. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Toronto's third in the NBA in offensive rebounding percentage. Just highlighting everything from tonight and using it as a potential preview for Friday if Toronto does win that game. I can't. I dude. I'm. I'm. I can't get over it. I just can't get over how bad Miami was on the glass. That was like not the. I mean, it, it was the biggest difference to me. In my opinion. I'm just gonna keep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the quotes. I don't even want to think about it anymore. But it's it's not gonna leave my brain for the rest of tonight, or probably not until Friday, until Toronto uh, secures a gajillion offensive rebounds. If. That ends up being the case, but oh man, and Chicago um, wasn't a good offensive rebounding team this year, though. So it'll only be poetic to be out rebounded by um, um, Precious Achua and uh, oh, so, geez. uh Bam. Just uh, I'm watching Five Reasons uh, uh, Twitter feed right now, um, just because they're putting out the quotes from the press conference. Bam said, "We had some guys going. Says we need to figure it out how to keep them going and keep uh, keep him involved." And it's just like. I don't know, man. Um, I love Bam. He's probably one of my favorite, if not favorite player on the team, aside from Jimmy. And it's just like, <laughs> it's all bad. Uh, Wait, did he I say they had something going? Oh, they had some guys going. They had Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero. Oh, 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 okay. I thought you said they had something going in Boston. I was like, wait, what did they have going? <laughs> Spolster says at times the defensive rebounding was a comedy of errors. Doesn't believe the issue was effort. Um, no! <laughs> I disagree. Uh uh, agree. Uh, I, here, I agree with you. Yeah. The, the hero, they beat the hell of us uh, on the boards. And at the end of the day, that's what it is. There was, right. I don't, I have nothing good to say, man, but uh, I think we can honestly wrap it up because I think we're just going to cause ourselves some mental health issues. If we keep, if we keep going on about tonight's loss. Look, I'm uh, already for, there, man. with yeah. this game? Yeah, for listeners of the pod, um, and hopefully new listeners of the pod, um, we're gonna probably do a more in-depth, lengthier episode later in the week. We'll get Surya, Dan, uh, maybe even get Diego and uh, some of the other guys on it too to kind of really dive deep into what went wrong tonight. But uh, 
Matt and I really wanted to get a reaction one up um, just because it's the wound is so fresh. Oh, dude, this team has caused just like the fans so much pain this year. And the fact that they just lost, this is their fourth straight playoff loss at home, by the way. Yeah. They lost three to Boston last year and then they lost tonight. Any other organization would face like a complete front office overhaul at the end of a season like this. Miami would never do. I know, I know, I know. And right, right. Yeah. And, and and that's why I like the Heat. Like personally, like I I, I trust Pat and Andy uh, to go back to the drawing board and make some huge changes over the off season. They've done it before, man. Um, like I think anybody but Jimmy and Bam really are tradable. I can see I can see Tyler going. Just like uh, I mean, dude, I don't know. I mean, we'll talk. We'll get to, into more off-season talk in future reps, but I don't know if there's going to be as much change as people believe. I, you can't, you can't run this back in any semblance of the form it is right now. I agree with you, but I don't know like how much they're going to change. Like, I don't know if it's going to be like some like drastic like everybody but Jimmy and Bam are off this roster. Like, I don't think it's going to be that. No, okay. look, I don't see. He, uh, sorry, I don't see uh, Kyle with the team because he's an expiring anyway. So they'll probably get rid of him in the offseason. Right. Um, like I don't know. Like go get me honestly some blue collar guys. Bring back Josh Richardson. Uh, <laughs> friggin' uh, go go get some go get some of the the exahedals. Bring back James Johnson. At least I enjoyed watching him. Um, but no, like in all, in all seriousness, like I, I think, uh, yeah. I think there will be some immense moves. It's like, there's players I'd like to come back. Like I'd like to see a full season of a healthy Kevin love for, uh, for a cheaper contract. Um, uh, look, his hand was busted. There's a reason he can't hit threes. It was, but like, dude, even like, he's just not mobile and he's not aware of anything around him half the time. And that's give him a, give him an off season to get in heat shape. I mean, he's 35, dude. Like, yeah, well, you don't. I mean, he, 40, 48. He, he, he wouldn't cost a lot, anyways. But like, I'm, I'm personally well, I'm good with just, the Kevin Love experiment. He is a good locker room presence. I want, I want him. I don't, dude, I don't even want to think about the offseason. I mean, we probably will be. We're thinking. We're gonna be thinking if not, about if it, not uh, Friday, then the next few weeks. But next Monday, we'll be talking about the offseason, my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I got optimism. None. <laughs> Uh yeah no this has been tonight was not good dude tonight was not good also the wolves without Rudy Gobert Jaden McDaniels and Nasrid are currently beating the Lakers twenty one to nineteen in the first quarter so yeah well, at least just to give you a score update at home I don't know if that will be the result um, look I think it would there's one storyline that I've seen posted a couple things and I think it would be poetic and I'll end it I'll end it the pod on here but it's like for the Raptors to make it into the uh, postseason, they have to go through their past. So they, so it's really like, um, uh, yeah, you know, they got to face if they beat Demar, then they have to face Lowry. Um, and uh, it's 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 one of those. Um, in any case, uh, I see what Kyle Lowry says. The Hawks have a bunch of giants, and the Heat didn't do good enough. Uh, do a good enough job keeping them off the glass. What? What are we talking the about? The Hawks aren't that big of a team. No, I mean Clint like, Capella was made it was a difference maker. I never think I never thought Sadiq Bay would be an NBA All Star, but here we go. I mean, I mean, just from like a size perspective, like they're not like a big, big, big. They're not like the Orlando Magic. 
Like it was, it was half of what rebounding is, or probably the majority of what rebounding is, is effort. We never like you. There's there's ways to like position yourself, and there's ways to read the ball off the rim. But like Jalen Johnson and Clint Capella and Sadiq Bay kicked the hell out of the Heat tonight off the glass, and that was pure effort. Onyeka Okongwu as well. It was great. Like on the glass, they are and John Collins. All of all five of them just completely bullied the heat on the glass and 95, at least 95% of it was effort. At least they were out hustling Miami. They got all the 50-50 balls that like we, like Pat Riley has that famous quote. I tweeted it from the Hot Hot account. Oh, yeah, yeah. No rebounds, no rings. You're right. Like that's literally like, and it was, it's so much of it is just effort. And like, yeah, you got to find the gaps to crash the glass and you have to position yourself right. But like, when it's just guys out hustling you, it's guys out hustling you. And that's exactly what Atlanta did tonight. And they deserve all the credit and even then some for doing Absolutely. so. Absolutely. Quinn Snyder came in with an amazing game plan. They executed it flawlessly. Um, just right. a question. How many rebounds did Trey Young have tonight, if you got the stats in front of you? One. Okay. Well, that's one too many. Oh, wait. You mean, wait, how many offensive rebounds? Or just how many rebounds did he have in total, Trey Young? You're not going to like this number. Give it to me. Eight. Eight. Trey Young, housed, standing at about five foot eleven, six foot in shoes, had eight rebounds on the Miami Heat tonight. And that is the story of the podcast. So join us at the end of the week when we dive a little bit deeper into this. And I'll let Matt have the last word before we go. Only one player, Bam Adebayo, had more than eight rebounds. He out-rebounded nearly the entire Heat team by himself. Just and individually. And that's the story of this. Um, Bam had nine. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna end here because otherwise, man, I'm just gonna complain for an hour and a half. And I mean, we, we are more than capable of doing that. Uh, but we'll, I'm definitely more than capable of doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know we are. Um, but in any case, we'll give it to Surya and uh, the gang um, later this week, so we can dive deep into what has made us so unhappy. But you got a preview tonight with us, so. Uh, come back later in the week. Uh, check out hahahoops.com. We are now on Substack. Subscribe if you want to. Uh, we'll be putting out some good analysis. If the season ends on Friday, we'll be putting out some good off-season analysis over, over the summer. But um, we'll see what happens. Take care, everybody.